we're here for the weekly Stat Chat podcast. The Chit Chat is what we're calling it. And it's me, Josh, with BT uh, on for today. How you going, BT? Yeah, very well, mate. And yourself? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. There's plenty of sports going on, which is great. Keeping us busy, giving us plenty to talk about. Uh, probably the most pressing thing from the past week in sports has been the NFL with the Super Bowl, obviously much spoken about, much watched. Um, your initial thoughts of the match, BT? Oh, it's a pretty good game. Nice and close is what you want to see, and that's what exactly it was. A few, uh, few big moments in there. It was, it was just yeah, good. definitely. Honestly, it was just good to not see, like, Mahomes or a Tom Brady in there, really. It was kind of good to see someone else. <laughs> yeah, you didn't really have a team that you definitely didn't want to win for no, that reason. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, close matchup. Got to be happy with the result. Um, came down to the wire. Do you think Rams were the better team on the day? Well, honestly, if... OBJ didn't get injured, I reckon it would have been a blowout. Yeah. He was on fire in that first half. They were looking really ominous, weren't they? Yeah. They couldn't couldn't stop both OBJ and Cooper Cup. So once, obviously, OBJ went down, all their attention went to Cup. And then towards the end, he still showed up, which he was on fire that last quarter. Well, that's that's the thing. They doubled him pretty much the rest of... Yeah. yeah, as soon as OBJ went down, but it seemed like he got off the leash. I couldn't tell whether that was a, you know, he was just too good and he was he was making finding ways to make it happen, or if they just loosened up the coverage on him. But you know that that last drive, or really the last quarter, mm. you could see the only option that Stafford had was I'm throwing it to Cup because nothing else was working. You know, the running game just wasn't getting it done. The, the other receivers weren't able to get open. I can't even remember that second receiver's name. Was it like um, Sc- Scarborough or yeah, Scarborough? Yeah, Irrelevant. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, a worthy MVP, Cooper Cup, that's who you had your tip on in our NFL yep. preview game. Mm-hmm. Um, what a season. What a season oh, for Cup. Ridiculous. I think I'm jump, definitely jumping on the bandwagon now. I think he's one of my favourite players to watch. Even from the start of the season, with how he started as well. I watched quite a lot of Rams games this season, and he, uh, I love watching him play. Because he's not... Yeah. It's not Obviously, he's quick off. You have to be a freak athlete playing the NFL anyway. But compared to other players and whatnot, it's just his actual smarts of the game and route running is what makes him yeah. um, so much better than everyone else. I love it. Obviously, everybody loves the athleticism and seeing the physical specimens who just have really fast 40 times can jump, jump from all heights. But yeah, like you said, there's something about seeing a guy that's just a, he's a sucker for his craft, his technical route running, um, his nous of the game, his instinct with, with Matt Stafford. You know, they've, obviously, they've only been together for one offseason and they just had such good chemistry knowing you know, where he was going to go. If I see this coverage, this is what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why you love watching the NFL. Yeah, exactly. But also the, um, the second half defence for um, the Rams, that they just stepped up. I think it was the last five five drives for the Bengals. It was 50 yards total, the last five. Yeah, yards. they just went they just went three and out, three and out, yeah. three and out. Yeah. Hunts, 
they just they just couldn't get anywhere. No. And there, there was, I think there was two there was two key moments in that second half, BT, that really that really momentum could have swung either way. The first was obviously the first play of the second half. You just had straight out of the gate, burrow, bang, touchdown. Don't worry about the fact it was clearly a penalty for yeah. a face mask, but you know, straight out of the gate, bang, get the touchdown. Very next play from scrimmage is an interception, or, and and Burrow gets the ball back, and you're just thinking, "Wow, oh, the whole yeah. game has changed dramatically." Mm-hmm. But you know, the Bengals couldn't capitalize. And then I think the other moment for me was when Aaron Donald just got that sack on on Burrow, on um, Burrow shoved him out of bounds, mm-hmm. and then you know all the Bengals guys came in trying to sort of flex a bit of muscle. Give him a bit of a shove, which is, you know, you got to stand up your quarterback. But they just, they awoke the beast. They stuffed up. They should have just left him alone. Because he he, yeah. he didn't do much at all in that first half. It was kind of irrelevant the first half. And then him and Cooper Cup changed that whole second half out of them too. And that was your pick was Donald for the MVP. My pick was Cup. Steve's pick was Cup. I think we, we, were, all, we were pretty spot on with how the game was going to play out. Quarterbacks weren't going to have yeah. a huge impact on the game. It was going to be yeah, the players around them. And I think that's exactly yeah. how the game turned out. The stars were the ones that got it done. So, yeah, you know, like we said, Cup, obviously a very worthy MVP winner. I think Donald leading that defense, yeah, had the two sacks, but he probably created another three oh, or yeah. four yeah. just from his presence. Um, you know, he was he was phenomenal. And the now there's rumors about him looking to retire. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you, A, do you think it's, do you think it's legit? And B, you know, where does he rank? I mean, he has just got a phenomenal resume in only eight seasons in the league. Yeah, I think I, I can't say him retiring. I think that's all. I think him winning in Super Bowl, once all the hype dies down of him getting that ring and everything, he's going to want to come back out and win another one. Plus, he's still like, well, I think all the players voted him like the best player in the whole league. He's, yeah, I mean he's only he's only thirty. Yeah, um, he's he's been a first team All Pro seven consecutive years, yeah. three time defensive MVP. I mean he's a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer straight off the bat. Yeah, no questions asked. Arguably the greatest the greatest defensive tackle yeah. uh, in NFL history. Um, so it's not as if he really has to do anything else to solidify his resume. No. Um, it's just a matter of whether he's still got the hunger and whether he yeah. still wants to, you know, cash in with a few few extra millions before he retires. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think he'll play again. So I'd, it'll be interesting to see how the Rams back it up. It'll actually be interesting to see how the Bengals back it up. That's Ken Burrows do what he did this season. Um, well, he's definitely got the, the talent. Here is the stat for the Stat Chat podcast. The last 16 quarterbacks who lost their first time they played in the Super Bowl never made it back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, that's, that's dating all the way back to the early 90s. Well, that's not looking promising for Burroughs. <laughs> <laughs> that nah. being said, he is, he's very early in his career, BT. Oh, what well, second season. So, uh, well, hopefully, I like him. I, I like his charisma. I like how he plays. He's just going to improve as well. 
how he just as a second year player, how he stands up for the big games and whatnot. I thought Preston was going to get to him a bit more, but made that last the last five minutes or so of the last quarter. He was a bit under pressure, but the Rams defense was up and about there. Which but if they can get a better um offensive line to help protect him a little bit more, yeah. That would obviously help him. But hopefully, hopefully it gets back in. I like him. 100%. I think, I think you've nailed it there. The key is the offensive line. They've got a bit of cap space as well, so they should be able to bring in a couple of pieces plus, you know, first-round pick. You'd imagine it's going to go in that direction. Um, but just back on Burrow and his future success, I think the big thing that you have to consider here is that the AFC is now an absolutely mm-hmm. stacked division or conference, I should say, from a quarterback point of view, and it's going to be that way for the next 10 years. You know, we have got the new dynasty of quarterbacks that are coming in. Obviously, Burrow's headlining that, but you're running through the list. Mahomes, Justin Herbert for my charges, he's going to be there for the next 10-plus years. Lamar Jackson won an MVP three years ago, and he's revolutionising the position. There is, I've probably missed a couple guys as well, but... There are some, uh, Josh Allen, sorry, Allen, Josh yeah. Allen. You know, he is a future MVP and he's really taken the Bills places. So you look at you look at that conference, there's no sure, there's no guarantee that they're going to be back, ne- not even next year, but in the next five years. That's how deep it is. That's what I worry about. Because sometimes you get these teams, they make the big games, whatnot, then they drop off for quite a while. I'm just hoping. Everyone's a Bengals fan, let's be real. Everyone likes the Bengals. Especially when, when yeah, there's a team the, like this. That was a feel-good story. Yeah. So, but, it, yeah, that's the big thing. It's how they back it up. And Burroughs definitely got the talent there. If they can get some good offensive liners or... Because I think I think the rumour is OBJ did his ACL, so that's obviously... Yeah, it, I don't know if that's been well, confirmed, but it certainly certainly looked that way from yeah. on field. Yeah, so if they need to bring in someone to replace him as well, because he's obviously not going to start next season. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to say, but like you said, that that conference is stacked of these quarterbacks. But yeah. it was it was good. It was good Super Bowl. I enjoyed the whole thing, especially the uh, Did, halftime show. Yeah, I was about to go there. Yeah. Um, pretty good performance. A um, lot of big stars. I think a lot of the prop bets that we were talking about hit as well. Yeah. Um, who who was your MVP of the halftime show? Oh, big Snoop Dogg. Big Snoop Dogg. <laughs> so one, one of the prop bets we went through was, well, you had Dre to be the first to perform. He was first on screen. Oh, he was first on screen, but his voice wasn't first, was he? No, it was Snoop. Oh. Yeah. It was a, it was good value at $5.50. Yeah. I've got to no, say. I, I reckon that's one of, the, one of the best Super Bowl halftime shows I've seen. I, I think, yeah, I think because the demographic for the Super Bowl is around what you're 25 to 40 age, and then obviously males mostly you would say, and that's right in that era of those artists. I think the demographic is really broad for the Super Bowl because yeah, it's that's not true, just yeah. your hardcore fans; you, yeah. it's your casual fans as mm. well. You know, so a lot of people tuning in going, "Oh, look, there's Snoop! Oh, Eminem's jumped yeah. on the screen. Here we go!" And they're oh, all fifty cents. 50 cents hanging yeah. on the ceiling. What's he doing there? You know? <laughs> Made that surprise appearance. Um, yeah. yeah, they're just big artists. And it's right up my alley. That's the type of music I listen to anyway. So 
I yeah. loved it. I actually loved it. I've watched it yeah. three more times after it on YouTube. You're going to have yeah. to get it on the Spotify playlist, are you? Yeah, Just on I might have to, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. No, I think, I think it was good. You certainly uh, certainly would agree there. Um, and good to keep the fans entertained. That's what we want to see. Um, you know, and, and realistically, the sport is all about the fans. Like we said, there are a lot of casual viewers that are watching the, the Super Bowl. And that's one thing they've done right, I think, is trying to draw in the casual fan, yeah. um, which a lot of the other sports really can take heed from. Um, I think one of the sports that, you know, realistically, I was not even a casual fan of, and now I'm heavily invested in, is the Formula One. And that realistically is, you know, because of the Drive to Survive Netflix mm-hmm. series, which... I think they've just done a wonderful job of trying to draw the fans in, giving them, giving them content to watch and be engaging with. I mean, um, what do you think, BT? Is, is it something that a lot more sports need to need to really get involved with? Oh, for sure. Well, I, I'd be absolute casual viewer of Formula One before that Netflix series started. And I watched the first season of that one. Mates at work told me about it. And yeah, same as you, that just got me hooked. And then I'll try and watch nearly yeah. every race I can now. Yeah, they've absolutely nailed it. I think yeah. uh, I, read a, I read a stat that the viewership of Formula One in the sort of male 25 to 35 demographic, which is obviously their, their main demographic, mm-hmm. um, has gone up like 400% yeah. since the series came out. I mean, that's just phenomenal. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I really enjoy it now. I try to watch every race you know, live and get into the qualifying as well. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's it's certainly a growing sport, I think, for, you know, our demographic. Oh, for sure. I've definitely got a lot more to learn still, though. But, I don't know, it's just so exciting. Like, you barry for drivers, your favourite drivers and stuff, to see if they can just get a podium or even finish top six. If there's a driver who yes. finishes outside top ten, they'll then get points or whatnot. And they're up there fifth or what, with ten laps to go. You're barry for them to hold on. And, oh, it, it, and I don't know. It's just exciting, and that's all because that's all because of the series. You know, you yeah. wouldn't care otherwise, but no. you know, you know more about the drivers, more about the teams, and what they're trying to achieve. So, you know, I, I think that's it's been a massive success for Formula One. Um, new series is coming out in about a month's time, fourteenth uh, of March, I think it is, mm-hmm. and that's going to be immediately after the the test series. So, the first test yeah. races for the Formula One is going to be sort of that weekend, I think the 10th of tenth of March, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been keeping up much with the with the teams and the the sort of new car designs and, and everything going on there? No, not too much. I, I follow the um, McLaren because obviously Danny Rick fan. Danny Australian Rick. From WA as well, Perth boy. Yes. And an Eagle supporter as well. He's got good taste, clearly. Yeah. Um, I follow the uh, McLaren YouTube channel. So they upload like the little videos of behind the scenes and stuff in the offices and all that. Him him trying on his new equipment when he first joined the team. And, but I don't know, I haven't really followed too much actually. Probably, I will start now. It's ramping up. I think it's early April, the first race. I think. Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Um, yeah. Yeah. That'd, that'd give them a few weeks after the trials in mid-March and then straight back into it. So, yeah, no, it seems that right. I think it's here, right? First race. In Melbourne. I, I don't know if the Melbourne one's back on. Yeah, I heard on so the news not- today, actually. 
Okay. Yeah, they're looking at um, redoing the whole track and everything. Yeah, because typically it has been the first one off, yeah. but since COVID and the you know the issues with coming in and out of mm. Australia, uh, I wasn't sure if they were going to go first or they were going to sort of wait to see if you know things yeah. things change a little bit. Um, but certainly, if it's coming back, that's a that's a good thing for Australian motorsport. Well, they're expecting around. They were saying in the news around one hundred and twenty to one hundred and forty thousand over the weekend for that. So it'd be awesome to go to. I'd love to go for that. Yeah, yeah. We don't really have anything like that in Perth. Where not we yet. Live. Not um, yet. They're building that Formula One push? track. Are they, are they really? Uh, are they out doing? Are they doing Barbagallo? No, they're building a whole country club out in, oh, I can't remember. It's not far from Perth, a whole brand new country club. It's like 100 grand. Oh, this is, I'm guessing here, it's for the wealth, all for the wealthy people. Um, but there's, <laughs> there's a Formula they're building a Formula One track there as well. Wow. Yeah. So I haven't heard about this. Why, why haven't I heard about this? Oh, because you don't live in Perth, mate. You live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's true. There's nothing wrong with regional living there, right? Get around it. Yeah, no, it's, it's decent enough internet. It's um like oh, it could be there's certain members, um, membership options, but one of them was maybe like the cheapest like 40 grand a year, something like that. Yeah, okay, because yeah. we've all got that sort of money. Yeah, you know? just throw yeah. that out of membership for no reason. And it's sold yeah, out exactly. already. So wow, okay. Yeah. Well, we might have to investigate that a little bit more yeah. and um, see see if we've got any rich friends hanging around that can help us out. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be certainly very good. Um, one of the other sporting stories, I guess, of the past week that's uh, you know reasonably significant for Australian sports fans is the the cricket, the men's cricket team. Uh, they're currently having a T Twenty series against Sri Lanka, and things are going pretty well, as you'd kind of expect, I guess. Well, Sri Lanka's kind of dropped off a little. They've, um, I think they've ran out. They haven't been able to pay their players. So a lot of their experienced type players, they haven't been able to renew their contracts. And so they're playing like to see a young team. It's good to see young players get a job. But I think it was the second, the second game that went to the Super Over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's obviously good to see. You know, we all yeah. have an excitement in our in our game. Mm. Um, I think the other two were were pretty well whitewashers, but uh, yeah, no, good good to see Sri Lanka getting close in that second match. Um, and I think they'll probably go quite well um, in the last two because Australia have just said, "Yeah, all right, we've won the series. We're going to rest all our big guns, give them a break before the Test series." So uh, should be a bit more of a youthful. Uh, inexperienced yeah. team for Australia. Um, do you know any of the main guys that they've brought in for Australia? Yeah. Um, so they haven't confirmed it because I think the game's tomorrow. We're recording this on Thursday night, so it'll be yeah Friday. Um, well, I was listening to uh, the press conference with Finchie, and he was saying Zampa will come back in because he didn't play last game. Um, and he said he's pretty much guaranteeing that Joe Richardson will come in. So I think Stark, Cummings and Hazelwood are the ones who are missing. Yeah, the big three fast bowls. Yeah. Um, obviously, Smith is going is not going to take yeah, any Smith as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think Travis Head's come over now. He's, okay. he's going to play the last couple of games. Yeah. I um, honestly didn't even know he was on 
I missed the first game and I saw it pop up on my social media and then I was like, oh, the cricket's still going. I thought the whole thing was finished. I thought they were off to Pakistan already. This is probably one of the biggest issues with the free-to-air broadcasting at yeah. the moment is realistically they're getting we're getting home test matches and that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. So, you know, like you and I both have KO, which is is a godsend for, for cricket fans and sports fans in general. Yeah. Um, that's not a plug, by the way. But, you know, that's realistically the only way that you can keep up with what's going on at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Oh, when did they even come out? That was what? How old is KO, you reckon? Two years? Two, three years? Yeah, it'd have to be. Um, I think I've been using it for yeah, the last couple of years. I, can't, I, don't, I don't know what I used to watch. Before I had KO, <laughs> I used to watch soccer on SBS. I don't, yeah, I don't think again, I've been on SBS since. Again, this is this is not a plug, but if you are from KO and you would like to sponsor the show, um, <laughs> hit us up, let us know. Um, speaking of sponsors of the show and uh, deals, BT, we got a bit of stat chat. We got a bit of stat chat news yes, uh, in the last week. Been in contact with. The betting agency PlayUp, who they also own DraftStars, who I love playing, love my fantasy. So that's fantasy side of things. Um, You're a very successful DraftStars player, by the way. Just just throw that in there. Give yourself a little bit of credit. Uh, I did okay last season. Hopefully I can back it up this season as well. That'd be nice. Well, I think you're being modest. I think you made the grand final of the DraftStars yeah. championship. And had it not been for COVID, you probably would have been flown over there for the final. Yeah, yeah, got had all the accommodation and flights and everything paid for. Staying at Crown as well was going to be, but yeah, that all got canned. Didn't go how I planned the final. Uh, oh, it didn't help that it was Essen and Gold Coast, the game they chose. <laughs> and then I had two injuries at half time as well. So, but no, it was good. Hopefully, hopefully I do that same competition this season and then I'll do that again. It's good fun, but yeah. Been in contact with PlayUp and they've decided to um, put us on their program and whatnot and help sponsor us. So if you follow our links or scan our QR code and sign up to either PlayUp or DraftStars, that would um, help us a lot. And yeah, it's just good to have someone check out our social medias and all our content. And they obviously enjoyed what we're doing. So I enjoy yeah, it. No, absolutely. Yeah. They're enjoying it. So no, it's good. No, no, look, we're happy to have them on board. Um, and like like BT said, you know, if, you, if you're interested in that, feel free, check out the links um, and it's going to help us out, um, which is which is really good. It's going to help us keep delivering you guys more and more content, which, you know, that's our plan. We want to be um, here on the internet, you know, giving you as much sports content um, as we possibly can because we love talking sports, you know. Um, it's just what we like to do. Yeah, exactly. We did before we started this. We did it anyway. We did it between us four anyway. So I thought, yeah, oh, we'll put it put well, it out there. Realistically, that's the thing. You know, this is just a bunch of guys having a chat about sports. Yeah. I mean, I think that's 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 why we like doing it. You know, we we know that that's what a lot of people around, not just Australia, but all around the world, like doing is catching mm -hmm. up with mates and and talking sports. And you know, we're going to talk a bit of dribble, a bit of dribble here and there, a lot of dribble. Yeah, a lot of uh, but yeah, but, yeah. Hopefully, we can do it. We can entertain and and be a little bit informative as well. I guess that's that's the plan on our end. Yeah, exactly. No, 
and we enjoy it. So, absolutely. Um, what we're going to try and do here, BT, is add a little bit of a, a weekly segment uh, to the Stat Chat podcast, the Chit Chat, um, and just uh, you know try and try and run through a bit of a topic or a or a, or a strange sort of obscure question and. Um, hopefully get a bit of input from, from you guys watching along as well. Um, but this week, our topic comes from a, from a news article that I read about a, a man in America, a Connecticut man, who um, not too long ago was searching through his basement and he found a ticket stub that he had saved from the very first Michael Jordan NBA game. Uh, which is clearly a very valuable collector's item. Um, and he'd sort of put it away, keeping it safe, thinking, you know, somewhere down the track, this might be worth something. He's listed it on an online auction, currently sitting at a bid of $250,000, American dollars, and there's still a couple of weeks to go left in the auction. So, um, I mean, that sort of stuff is just awesome. You know what I mean? Like just awesome sports memorabilia, BT. Oh, could you imagine coming across that? Oh, that would be because I'm assuming he probably wouldn't have known how much value would have had either. And then he would have checked, looked it up and saw how much. And then obviously now he sees the bids of it. That's just, that's life changing stuff right there. That, yeah. um, do, you, do, you, do you keep any of your tickets? Like if you go to a big game or a big, you know, a big sporting event, um, do you hold on to it? I've got a few. So when I was lucky enough that my old man took me and my brother to, India for the Cricket World Cup. I've got all my tickets for all the games there, you know, to all the Australian games, to the final, the semi-finals and stuff. How so, long ago was that? What, what year was that? 2011. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, and you went to the final? Yep. Yeah, we went to, we just travelled around India and Sri Lanka. Um, so, yeah, we are lucky to do that. So I've kept my tickets for that. I've, kept, I've got a ticket for when I went to the US and watched... Kobe in his last season when Washington oh, versus Oh, that's a good one. First Washington, I think it was in Washington. Um, he dropped fifty four, I think, that night. <laughs> yeah, the crowd the crowd was up and about. It was in Washington, but everyone was cheering for Kobe. So nice. Yeah, so I've got that ticket still. Um, there's a few. I, I like to keep. I love my memorabilia stuff. I love sporting memorabilia. If I had the money, oh, the amount of things I'd buy, like Jordan yeah. card. Oh, there's so yeah, many. Yeah, you're, you're a cards man. You're a big yeah. cards man, aren't you? Yeah, especially the old older school cards. A few of them would be good. I'd like a Luka Doncic card or a Stephen Curry card, which is kind of modern type cards. They're, they're pretty nice cards. If you can get in early on, if you think these guys are going to be a star and start buying their rookie cards, so they're like their first year type cards, yeah, that's where you can make the money. But, at the, but with the modern stuff, it's hard because there's so much of it produced compared to like Michael Jordan era, there's obviously wasn't as much produced, so there's less rookie cards out there. And such a you know length of time, you know, yeah. you're going to see cards lose their lose their value because they're not in good condition exactly. or just thrown out. So there's less of them. Yeah, um, yeah, I know what you mean. I know I, I collected a few um, as a kid growing up. There was the it was the AFL team coach cards. Mm -hmm. They were the yeah. ones that I really wanted. You know, you'd go to the servo, you'd pick up a packet, or you'd ask. You'd ask mum for, for $3 so you can yeah. go and buy a packet. And I've still, I can't remember where they are, 
but I've, I've still got a few of those hanging around and it was the um it was the wild cards oh those wild, wild cards. cards the wild cards are the ones that you wanted and they'd be they would they'd be in terrible nick at the moment so they wouldn't be worth anything but i remember i had i had three three wild cards i had i had uh, one of the original wild cards. This is about 2005, I think. Yeah. 2005, 2006. Mm-hmm. I had one of the original wild cards for Fraser Gehrig, the G train. Yeah. Because these were the these were like the the sketch, the 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 yeah. cartoon. Yeah, I know. So they, they I've would, got a couple. Yeah. They would, yeah, they draw like the cartoon yeah. bobblehead of the players. So I had I had one of the Fraser Gehrigs, and then the next year I had two. I had one of Luke Hodge. And I had one of uh, Brett Deledio, oh, yeah. and he was just starting out with yeah. the Tigers as well. So I've got no idea where those are. I'd love to find them, but I don't. They obviously wouldn't. I don't wouldn't be worth anything because you, you carry them around all the time, and you're showing people, and you put yeah. them in your backpack. And you know, yeah, you know, I had but... the 2006 ones. I had a Crudafides and a James Hurt 2006 wild cards. Nice. I've got a story about that actually. The Crudafides yeah. one, it was my birthday and the folks bought me a couple packs of footy cards because obviously you have, you, have yeah. the, you have the album, got all your cards in there, you flip through it. Um, yes. The mum and dad bought me a couple packs for that and then my brother complained because he didn't have any packs. So mum gave me one of what well, was meant to be my pack for my birthday or Christmas and uh, <laughs> he opens it, pulls out the it's the crew defeat his wild card. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you that. do? Did you, did well, you say, well, that's fine. I'm taking it. Oh, I definitely complained. <laughs> I guess it was just, just unlucky, wasn't it? But I've got it's that. It's my yeah. birthday. It's yeah. my birthday. I get the pick of the cards. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, good times. Oh, how good's that? Yeah. Well, look, if you, if anyone out there is watching this, uh, did any of that collecting as a kid or they've got any give us a brag you know just send us a photo in the comments show us what your show us what your best looking card is particularly if it's those afl team coaches one because that gives i, I think that gives us a little bit of nostalgia just thinking back about those oh yeah for sure oh i miss i miss collecting all those cards back then it was good fun trying to fill up your album try and get certain players then you trade them between your friends at school and yeah. yeah, good times. It, it was good times, but you can't do it now. You just look a bit weird just walking yeah. into the servo and just saying, I'll take the lot, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, only yeah. a few years but, ago, a couple of years ago, they actually they put limits on how many you can buy. Because I, I still buy a couple every now and then. Um, yeah, they put limits on how many packs you can buy the shops because people were buying old packs and then just reselling them for value. Because the, oh, really? the, the card market went kind of nuts like two years ago or so prices just went up oh like thousand percent so for cards certain cards and um yeah well i think maybe five years ago michael jordan like perfectly graded rookie card was 30 odd grand and now i think one just sold for three hundred eighty thousand or so oh jesus yeah yeah that's a that's a big industry big yeah. industry at the moment it's massive yeah so we were talking about uh, AFL. Now, if you if you have been keeping an eye on our social media and our all of our channels, uh, you might have noticed that we've been pumping out a lot of AFL content in the last week or so. 
Um, so BT, this has been all part of our, our series of, of season previews for the AFL season coming up. Yeah, yeah, it's what are we about a month out, I think, as well. So we're gonna be putting what three three teams out a week. Um let go from who we think is gonna finish bottom to who we think is gonna finish top. Um yeah, I think we got oh, actually I, I won't say I won't say who the next one is. We'll we'll wait, we'll wait till that pops up on everyone's feed so they can see who, who we've got next. Yes. But, yeah. I think there's a I think the next few weeks there'll be a few where um, I'm not saying there'll be surprises, but there might be some fans of those teams who are going, hey, what's going on? Yeah. yeah well, I, think, I, think, I think we're in for a good year. Yeah. Uh, and, that, and that's really what we want to see. You know, this is, this is realistically just the four of us here at SatChat's opinion of uh, what we think is going to happen, who's going to do what. Um, so we, we'd love to hear from the fans. You know, we've been, we've been talking with different people on, on YouTube and some of the other formats about, you know, how they think their team's going to go because you know you you always have a different view set of your team don't you you're either super optimistic about the season that's coming up or you're super pessimistic and going you yeah, know we're terrible we suck we're going to have a terrible year i don't think there's any in between bt you can't you can't really sit on the fence when it's about your team no exactly you got to either suck it up and say your team's going to be terrible or yeah you have all this hope in the world there's some people who know their team's going to be terrible, but they still act like their team's going to be near the top. Do you think there's a certain team, AFL team, of supporters that always overrate their team? Do you think there's one in particular, or, or do you think it's just everybody across the board? I think majority of teams, but the, the one I'm going to say, though, and I, it, it hurts me to say it, but it's... It's my beloved West Coast Eagles, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I like obviously Eagles supported my whole life and whatnot. But um, I think, I think some people are a bit optimistic sometimes. Obviously, a very successful club, but I think people, I think people think the clubs. Obviously, they won 2018, but I think people think, especially this season coming up bit more optimistic than what they should be yeah i think i think the club is historically had a lot of success and the standard is always finals so yeah the expectation for eagles fans is we're making finals this year it exactly. is what it is so yeah I can, I can see where you're going at with that i think if i was going to come up with one of a of a group of supporters that will typically overrate their team uh north melbourne supporters yeah, <laughs> North Melbourne supporters are a funny bunch, and if you are a North Melbourne supporter, I'd love to hear from you. But I think I think typically you're you're always very high on the team. But that being said, if you do check out our latest uh, AFL review for North Melbourne, uh, BT, you love North Melbourne this year. You oh, are yeah. you are all over North Melbourne. I'm all over North Melbourne. They're definitely my second favorite team this season, for sure, without a doubt. I like it. Um, I like it. Like I said, yeah. Make sure you check out the last video. All the all the information's there. Go and check that one out. <laughs> yeah, no need to repeat yourself, but yeah, you're very very big on North Melbourne. Yeah. Um, but like you said, so so schedule wise for us, because you know if you've been watching a lot of our videos that we've been pumping out, it it does seem a little bit sporadic, um, which it has been. But 
do you do you have BTA a bit of a schedule that you'd like to share with everybody that we're sort of going to be keeping to over the next few weeks? So we're going to be having the AFL team previews Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We'll be posting those, I think. And then we've got TB and Steve, they'll be doing their Premier League once. I think they'll be recording that on a Wednesday night. They'll be up, ready to go for the weekend games. And then mostly we got me and myself and Josh here be doing the chit chat. And they'll be again posted that they're our three main ones. Obviously, if there's certain sporting events and whatnot, anything interesting happens, big news, we'll hop on and do whatever we can. But we'll be doing, yeah, AFL team previews. We'll be adding in some our fantasy insights. Um, but yeah, at the moment, for the next few weeks, Stay tuned for the AFL team previews and the EPL podcast from the other two guys. They're the two main ones at the moment and the chit-chat from us. So, Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much going to be our bread and butter. And obviously, once the AFL season starts, we'll be sort of, you know, shifting a little bit with our focus. And instead of doing previews, we'll be probably doing a general podcast once a week about the footy and, and talking a little bit about you know, our, our AFL fantasy as well and and certainly some of the of the bets that you might want to make um, with play up on board. So um, I think that's probably where it sits, B2. Yep, I think that's exactly right. Might add in a segment for draft sales as well for people who are out there who like playing fantasy. Um, yeah, we'll see how things go between now and the start of the season and then, yeah, we'll just play by you. We're not, we're not real strict on the schedule. We're pretty pretty chilled out here at stat chat so we'll be doing our team previews and then yeah we'll see how things go we'll bring some together there's definitely gonna be enough content we, we oh, yeah for we, sure we could talk about this stuff every day if we really wanted to well this at this rate we probably are at the moment I yeah, think which, we're, we're just about jumping on every day and having a chat which is well, that's what we want to be doing and um yeah like like we say in most of our videos if there's anything that you guys want us to talk about um, any sports in particular that you're super passionate about, uh, make sure you let us know. Let us know which teams you care about, you know, what sport you like, um, and, and we can try and cover a bit more of that for you here on the channel. That's, that's what we want to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so stay tuned and just let us know. If there's anything you want us to talk about, just let us know. We're happy to talk about any talks or anything. Absolutely. All right, BT, that's pretty much going to wrap it up for the uh, the Chit Chat podcast for this week. Um, same time next week, I guess. Exact same time. We'll be, you're going to see a lot more videos of us coming up, and especially with footy season only a month or so away. So stay tuned. All right. No worries. Thanks, guys.